right, am I on? Am I on? Do I got to hit anything? Good? Super. Hey, guys. Really good to be here. And uh, um, I haven't been here, I don't know, a year, maybe? How many of you have never met me? Just show of hands. I need to know. Trust me. Oh, so familiar with most of you. Awesome. Uh, Clint Harima, um, I didn't know if Daniel was going to come up, introduce me or not, but he kind of did earlier. And uh, Pentecost Sunday. And he, got, he gave me a phone call last, uh, last week, and he says, Clint, man, I'd love to have you down in town. Open any cans you want. I go, Daniel, you do know what you're asking me, right? Like, that's my favorite thing to do. And uh, he's like, nope, we're teaching on Holy Spirit. Anything you open that we haven't taught on yet, I'll cover it later. So you guys, I hope you're hungry. I really do. Um, do you guys, you familiar with the scripture out of Corinthians? Here's my notes, because we're... Holy Spirit's already changed my plans today for the good. First uh, Corinthians 2.4, Paul was writing and he says, uh, My speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom, but they were in demonstration of the Spirit and of power. You guys like demonstration? I, I need to know. Like, really, I need to know. Because... Uh, I'm gonna. I'm, I'm debating which path I should take here this morning, and uh, um, I'm a firm believer. If you can't demonstrate what you're teaching, you shouldn't be teaching it. it. Means you haven't mastered whatever you're teaching. So you need to demonstrate, and people need to see demonstration. Half the time, say, "Well, what are you talking about? Can you let me see it?" And once you see it done in an action, you're like, "I can do that." Heck, if Clint can do it, I can do this. You know, and and that's how I got started. I started seeing people and hanging around old prophet stuff. And I'm like. Well, if he can do it, I can do this. That's encouraging, and, and I'm your biggest fan. Holy Spirit's your biggest cheerleader, saying you can do this, encouraging you, telling you what to do. Go for it. Who reminding you you're righteous? So how many in this room, I'm going to ask this the other way, how many of you have witnessed or seen miracles? Show of hands. Okay, good. Um, how many would like to see miracles? So a lot of you don't like to see them. Okay. So for those of you who like to, pay attention today. Um, how many believe, here's another one, demons, that demons are, exist today? So some of you. How many believe they're fictional? That they're, yeah, they're, they're kind of, they're in other countries. Oh, good. I'm in, okay. Good. Because um, what I'm going to do today is the Holy Spirit has so many different offices that he works in. You know, with healing, words and knowledge. He's your comforter. He's your teacher. He's your guide. He's the power source, spirit of might. I just prayed over one of my guys. I have a masonry business. And the other day, and he went to do a feat. I'm like, Matt, that's impossible. Before you go do that, let's pray. Spirit of might, he pulled it off in less time. It was physically what we've ever done, impossible. I, I have, no, and he's born again, loves Jesus, simple guy. Remember, guys, the simplicity is what works works. Don't get, make this complicated. The second you start getting in your head and trying to do all the analyzing and critiquing, critiquing and definitions and defining how did this work, the math and this and this and this, you, you've already lost. You know what I mean? You're already all trying to do it on your own. You got to keep it simple, like childlike, not childish, childlike. Big difference. Okay. So for healing, um, if you don't know what's possible, you don't know what to believe in, 
for what's available. Does that make sense? I need to make sure you guys understand what I'm saying here. Okay, because I want to introduce some possibilities to you. Things that are available to you that very few people actually meditate on or think about because they don't know if it's for them. Right? I can't see your faces very good. So I need to hear a little mm-hmm or a mm-mm. You know what I mean? Because seriously, what you give me, your hunger, your passion is going to dictate what happens today. I really, really mean that. I've got a couple sets of notes going different ways. And so I need to know. I've only got 35 minutes with you. Okay? So you guys, your participation is huge. And what I mean by that is, I just need your hunger. I can't give you that. I can't give you passion. I can't give you hunger. I can give you, you know, some of the mechanics, but that's it. And um, I want to, so what I'm going to do is share some stories with you, things that have happened, the possibilities. And, uh, and definitely turn your phones off unless you're taking notes. Um, we, I, to pull off what we're going to do today, I need, I need your hunger, okay? I really need your, your attention. So um, I first want to tell you a story about a kid. He's five. Kalen is his name. And his dad works with me. And, and um, his dad had, uh, he, we were sitting around the fire one night, and he has latex allergy. He couldn't touch. All of a sudden, it showed up. He's a painter. Can't touch any razors that have a rubber on them, anything latex, plastic. He couldn't touch it. If a balloon popped in a room, he thought he would suffocate and die. Like, this thing was killing him. He couldn't sit in one of these chairs, the latex, okay? He had to, like, it, for about a year, all of a sudden it showed up. I mean, it, it would deathly affect him and close his esophagus up and everything. And we were talking, and I go, man, that's, that's what I call a chemical demon. That's just what I call him. And, uh, and his wife, and I go, Bobby, do you want to get free of this? We're sitting around a campfire. And, and his wife says, hey, yeah, will you pray for him? And he'll be like, no. Bobby, if you want to get prayed for, you've got to ask me. We're sitting here. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to force healing on you. The Holy Spirit doesn't force things on you. If you want to speak in tongues, he doesn't force you to speak in tongues. If you want to be healed, he doesn't force you to be healed. If you want to know God, he doesn't force you. He doesn't twist your arm. He's not a demon. <laughs> That's what the devil does. The demons do. If you find yourself being driven to do something and you don't want to do it, but there's a drive, I don't know why I'm doing this and I don't want to do it, then there can be a different influence, but that's not how the Holy Spirit works. That's not how God works, okay? He works with you. He's the helper, not the doer. People get that in reversed. You know, we read that in dyslexia. He's the doer and I'm the helper for him. I'll help you. You tell me what, you, the Holy Spirit, you just pull me along and I'll, I'll help you out. And he's, he's here to help you out. <laughs> For, um, so Kalen comes to me, and he had these big, thick Coke bottle glasses. I wish I had a photo of him. I should have brought him, let you see what he looked like before. He's a cool little kid. He looks just like the kid on that movie, um, Heaven is for Real. Just like him, spitting image. And he comes up and he says, Mr. Harima, I'd like my eyes to be, oh, for his dad is Bobby. The latex thing, forgot to tell you. I just chopped that, <laughs> broke that thing. He's been healed ever since, paints, does everything else. But it broke like that. That was the Holy Spirit working with me and through me. If I didn't step up and say, Bobby, you want to be healed, say something, let me know. If I didn't do that, if I didn't make the motion, Bobby wouldn't have, you know, I threw the line out to him. If he didn't take it and I didn't step up, guess what? The Holy Spirit wouldn't have forced it on him. All the power was available. I'm carrying the miracle. 
But unless I made the movement, the motion to say it's time, I had peace. I checked inside. Guess what? Nothing would have happened. He'd still have that allergy today. He might be dead from it today, as far as I know. So you're carrying people's miracles. You're, when you get baptized in the Holy Spirit, you carry a power source that has no limits, no end to it. And if you don't, and it's scary, I know, it is terrifying to say to somebody, hey, you want to get healed, or hey, what about this? Because what if it doesn't happen? Uh-oh, then I'm going to look dumb. <laughs> That's what we think, right? Well, what if it don't work? <laughs> you got to work through that. And you just start with small things. Hey, you got a headache? I'll pray for that. Headache's easy. But if somebody has cancer, then you're like, well, that's a big one. That's a big one. What makes cancer bigger than a headache? This. Right between your ears. The only thing that makes cancer more difficult than a headache is the way you look at it and what you believe about it. You're the one who gave it the big authority. Seriously. A cancer is no different than a headache, but we and our medical community have made it this monstrous mountain. Oh, God, that's a big one. (laughs) It's not. It's easy. Look at it like Kalen with his Coke bottle glasses. Comes to me, Mr. Harem, I'd like to have my eyes healed now. Really? Kalen? I looked at his dad. He goes, yeah, he's ready. He's been asking. He, He saw me get healed, and he's like, it's my turn. I don't want these. I said, okay, son. And he said, we're just standing in my driveway. I said, you ready for Jesus? Jesus set me free. Shot that power into his eyes. And what I mean by that, I take what's in here and I throw it out. Make sounds because I like to. If you saw how I see things in here, this envisioned reality, it's real. I see it happening in here. So I just take that and <laughs> and things happen. So I'm not ashamed to do it. I'm not afraid. In the beginning, yeah, I was like, oh, Lord, what if this don't work? I'm just like you. How do you think I you just each step along the way, and you see God come through, and you're like, hey, yeah, this, he's with me. Hey, if it don't work, it's all on Holy Spirit. It ain't on me. It's on him. Hey, if you pray for somebody and they fall over dead, you step over them, keep going to the next guy. <laughs> That's what you do. I don't know why they died. <laughs> so, But... Here's the thing, you're practicing, and he's teaching you, and you're learning. You can't just, here's why. You ever see on a doctor of sciences practicing medicine? What does a doctor do if they give you the wrong pill and you croak? They bury you. Well, that was a mistake, let's bury it. <laughs> they bury you, and they go and they practice on the next person, or your friend, or your brother, or whoever else, and they keep practicing. They don't take it on, oh, I messed up. Oh, I missed God. It didn't work. I'm done. I got to close the shop, close my practice. Only Christians seem to do that. Why? That's crazy. Lawyers do it. Practicing law. We practice law. And if we lose your case, you still got to pay us. Oh, but Christians, are, no, it didn't work. <laughs> I don't got the gift. That's a lie from the enemy and the darkness just trying to steal that faith in you. From emerging. Because when you find this and you realize you got hot hands, these things work, you're going to start ripping his kingdom apart and setting people free and being like Jesus said you would be. So practice is good. And uh, so Kaylin comes up, shoot the power. All right, Kaylin, take your glasses off. These thick Coke bottle glasses. He takes them off and his dad goes, I don't know, can you test them out somehow? And he goes, Yeah, watch this. Kaylin, catch my keys. He throws him his keys. 
And Caitlin caught him. And his mom goes, <gasps> she's staring. She goes, oh, my gosh. And I go, what, what was, what, why was that so big? She goes, no, if he doesn't have glasses on, he has no depth perception, those keys would hit him in the face. <laughs> but his dad knew he got healed. I didn't know. I didn't know how to test it. He went home and started reading without his glasses. His mom said, okay, now put your glasses on and read. And he couldn't read, and they got blurry. And to this day, he doesn't wear his glasses. He's perfect vision, got tested out and everything. But that childlike, simple, I'm ready. I want it. He wasn't trying to figure it out. When trying to analyze it, it's when you try figuring it all out. Why didn't it work last time I prayed? Well, this time might just not work. Maybe I got to do this. Oh, I got sin in my life. Oh, I got this. Something this. And you got all these reasons, and guess what? It won't work. Be like that five-year-old. Just be like, I'm ready. Forget all the religion. Forget all the, I didn't pray enough. I didn't read my Bible enough. I didn't, I sinned. Forget that. It's the goodness of God that leads you to repentance. He's good. God wants to heal you. Wants to heal you. Hoping to heal you. He has healed you. The power is available. He wants you to take it. So you just like, you got to take that motion, that movement. He won't force it on you. God is not the devil who would try to force something on you. He lets you go at your pace. He loves you. He knows in your growth, but he's encouraging you and he's building you. So I was in uh, Holland and um, my neighbor comes over. And he says to me, Clint, knocks on my door. Clint. He says, my daughter was in a car accident. His wife, he and his wife had a divorce. And this is years ago. And, and uh, he says, she was in a car accident, wasn't where her seatbelt went right into the windshield. She's in a coma. They don't know if she'll come out. He's like, I'm, I'm so afraid for her. And, and he was telling the truth. And, um, and his name was Lonnie. And uh, I said, all right, Lonnie. Here's what I'm gonna do, and I'm asking the Lord the whole time, like, am I being, am I being lied to right now? Am I being? This guy just trying to scam me for some money. He gave me the bus ticket fare. He said, "This is what I need. I've made some bad decisions." He said, "You know, um, my my girl." He shows me a picture. He's like crying, trembling, showing me. He goes, I, "I'm trying to get there. I don't know who to turn to. You've helped us in the past as a neighbor." And I said, "All right. Here's what we're gonna do." And I'm like, "Lord, give me wisdom. Give me wisdom. You walk." with the Holy Spirit. And you know what I couldn't do? I couldn't jump into my Bible and flip through the scriptures. What do I do in this situation? This is real life time. Lord, what's his heart? Is it true? Lord, what do I do? What's the wisdom? You walk with God and you're relying on that peace, that, that guidance, that show me. I don't know what I'm doing here. That Holy, that's his purpose here is to walk with you and help you. He says, all right, give him and this is what I got. I pulled a piece of paper towel from my, uh, from my house. Okay, I tore it off. I said, Lonnie, let me tell you something about me. You know I'm, I'm a believer. And I said, the anointing rests in things. That's why I can throw it across the room, or I can shoot it. I have fun with that. Shoot it to somebody, and they get healed or whatever. Um, I, I quote, you know what I mean by that? You know, I'm playing here. I'm having fun. Be the child. Have fun. The anointing will rest. I can take out from me and I can put it here. I can put it in a book and throw it to you and you get hit with that power. I can send it through a telephone, over Skype. I've done it. It, 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 There's no limits here, okay? Time and distance, that's only for the physical. We're dealing with the Holy Spirit. And so this was a big stretch for me at the time. I was, was, okay, Lord, this is, I'm I'm practicing. And this, I'm like, okay, I'm gonna trust you here. 
So I took this paper towel. We're sitting. I said, come with me. We're sitting in the bathroom because there's some people over. I said, I want to hear a story. And I said, here's what I'm going to do. And you might think this is crazy. But under one condition will I give you this money. Give you. You don't pay me back. I'll pay you back. Give you. Under one condition. I, no money leaves my hands until you agree to this. I'm going to take what's in me and put it into this paper towel. You are going to the hospital. I want you to put it on your daughter. I know she's in that coma. And I want you to just pray one little thing. Lord, reveal your glory. You know what God's glory is? It's his goodness. Okay? Daniel could teach. That's a can of worms right there. Daniel can teach on that. God's glory is his goodness. And so I said, I want you to just say, God, basically, God, just be you. Put it on her and let it do its work. All right, all right. And he goes, and I'm going to do it. That's why he said to me, like, the test is on. And I said, all right. So I took it, and you know how you do it? I'm going to show you how you put the power in here. (laughs) No. (laughs) You just, like that. It's in there. Power's in there. I took what was in here and just released it through my breath. Okay? How? By faith. I believed it. So now there's power in here. I gave it to, to Lonnie, and I said, Here's, here you go. He folded that up. I didn't hear from him for two weeks. Comes back, knocks on my door, and he looked like a little puppy that was lost, like follows me in, staring at me. I said, well, what happened, Lonnie? I've been waiting to hear from you, waiting for you to come back. He says, you know, I go to the hospital. And he says, oh, my gosh, Clint. He goes, first of all, I'm getting my life in order. He goes, I, I, and he, he, the way he was doing it, he was going in the Navy, and he's going to clean up some of his, his uh, financial mess and different things he had gotten himself into. And he says, he says uh, I go, I, I make the bus trip. And he says, you know, in, I, I have in my coat pocket that paper towel you gave me. I pulled it out and looked at it, and I thought, this is stupid. Okay. He goes, I almost threw it away. But he said, I said, no, no, I made a promise. I, I gave him my word. And he said, so I shoved it back in my pocket. Go to the hospital. My daughter is in a coma. She hasn't come out. They don't know if she ever will come out. Head injury. And, and uh, he said, so my ex-wife and my ex-mother-in-law are there with her. And then when I showed up, we all three took turns sitting with her, watching her in a case she came to. And he said, so I sleep on the couch. There's a little waiting area, and he goes, so I go in on my turn, and he, he says, I'm sitting there with her, crying, and just like, my baby. And he says, you know, I think she was like eight, nine, something like that. And he says, I reached in. He says, I took that paper towel. I think he still had it. He was showing me it. Like, he was just like, this thing works. <laughs> and he goes, I took it out, and I put it on her chest, like right here. And I, I put the sheets over. He didn't even pray. He forgot about that. That was fine. And he just, he just did it. And he said, I sat there with her. Shortly after, my ex-mother-in-law comes in. I went out, laid down for my, my nap time. I come in, and he says, I come in, and she's up, and she's awake. He says, Clint, within one hour, she was up and walking. I cried. She cried. We all cried. I said, this crazy white boy back in Holland, he gave me this. He's showing him this paper towel. <laughs> he goes, he said, dude, it was just an emotional breakthrough. And uh, so here's the deal. We only have 20 more minutes, not even. Power's in here. So while I'm speaking, if somebody needs a miracle, you need an emotional breakthrough, 
and you're sitting there thinking about it. I'm going to try this thing out. The power's there. You're going to come up, put your foot on it, turn around, sit down. Touch the power. Put it in there. So it's on you who gets healed. <laughs> and try out. On your walk back, you try out huh, what was wrong. I'm going to keep teaching and speaking. And then as you go back to your chair, if you notice anything different, speak up. Test what was there. Now, here's the next thing. I was down in, uh, um, remember like this girl, an hour later, she woke up. When you touch that power source, it's there. It's good stuff, buddy. It's real. It's real. You guys, this isn't hocus pocus. So, yeah. You and here's the deal. Give thanks to God. When you get that healing and you see that movement, that adjustment in your body, give thanks. You know, and you can you can say something if you notice a difference, a shift, or you'll go home. I've seen this. Little baby goes home, takes a nap. In fact, one guy I prayed for, same thing. 20 minutes later, all of a sudden his spine started going pop. And he goes, that doesn't happen. Pop, pop, pop. And he popped all back into place. He had a spinal um, degenerative disc disease. See how simple that is? And you know what? Holy Spirit's having fun. He wants to heal you so bad, and that was your act of faith. Just like when I told Bobby, you have to say something. That was your act of faith. So, now test, those of you who could have tested something, it was like, yeah, there's a difference. Let me hear from two of you, where you're like, yeah, there's a change. Yeah. Where was the pain? Beautiful. Anybody else? Don't be shy. Yeah. Your what? Your hip? What happened? How does it feel? Awesome. And you guys, see how simple that was? You know what, though? Years ago, that would have taken me guts. Like, I'm nervous. <laughs> Just like you would have been. Imagine you doing that. You know why I did that? Because you will do that. And you will do that for your friends. You will do that for people. How did you release it out of you? Believe it. Like Kaylin. It's in you. When you receive the Holy Spirit, Jesus said, he, the one who's been with you will come in you. So it's in here by faith. Lord, I know you're there. I don't, it's not by feelings. I don't have all these goosebumps and, oh, Holy Spirit's here. Dim the lights right. Get the music right. No. By faith, he's here. And I release that. It is done. In a prayer of faith, when you say at the end of it, it is done. And when you say, it is done, your heart doesn't fight you on it. No, it is done. As sure as the sun will rise tomorrow, I know it is done. That's faith. You see what I'm saying? Not, I hope, maybe. <laughs> it is done. When you do that, it is done. And that's, I'm demonstrating. You guys good? Okay. How are you? Okay, I need to hear. Are you guys okay? Everything good? Here, We're happy? Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm following your hunger, so I'm going, taking that path. And we're way off my notes, which is good. Um, so uh, next thing I want to get into is, um, and don't be shy with your healing. 
Some of these things I know are personal. You don't want to talk about it. And, um, and I know that. But you're, you don't pray anymore. Now your prayer is, thank you, Jesus. It's the strongest prayer you could pray. Thank you. It's a prayer of faith. It's thank you, Jesus. So the power touched you. The power is moving in you. The Holy Spirit's already been around you. It's like you threw some gas on that spark that's already been in you. Thank you, Jesus, and it will work. So you know, continue to work and develop in your body. Some of you, it might be a few days. You know, like uh, bunions. I pray for those, and a lot of times I see them over a few days. It's like they melt like ice. Okay, so don't let get discouraged. Thank you, Jesus. It is done. Okay, and um, so we just had our healing service. <laughs> All right. So now we're going to move on into the next part, the power part. So. Power over darkness, dark elements. I, I don't know. How many of you, both of my hands are up, ever were at night sleeping or in the middle of the night, and all of a sudden you felt a dark presence come in the room. You're like, whoa, something's wrong. There's something here. Okay, maybe half of you. The other half of you, don't worry about it. If it happens, it ain't no thing. It's, you're sensing somebody walk in the room, but you're like, oh, there's something here that's a little off. <laughs> okay. I'm a freaked out right now. All of a sudden the hair on the back of your neck stands up, and you don't know why. Now, I need to let you know, like, Josh and I were hanging out yesterday, and he reminded me when we were in high school, we went on this mission trip, and he goes, yeah, you know, he goes, remember we were in Venezuela, and we, uh, this kid got a demon cast out of him, and, and nobody wanted to go in the room where the deliverance was, and he says, um, he says uh, yeah, I was like, yeah, that's right, we did think like that. We used to be afraid, like, oh, if you go in the room where the demon got cast out, you're going to get the demon. He's hanging out in there. It's like, how do we, well, we thought that way. Well, that's silly thinking. Okay, and until you get a little experience, like, hey, this is no thing, you know. Because of the finished work of Jesus, the Holy Spirit's involvement in your life, you're walking with the power team. You are part of that power team now. And that, that demonic influence only is as strong as you believe them to be. And they're as weak as you believe them to be, just like cancer. It's only as strong as or weak as you believe that to be. It can be intimidating when a white coat or a doctor tells you, oh, you're going to die, you're at such and such stage, and this, this, this. And it's hard to get that out of your head, those seeds of lies and unbelief. But it's only as strong as you believe it to be. And um, uh, so same with the dark, dark element. I, and the, here's the thing. I'm trying to open as many cans as I can in the few minutes that I've got. So read into these stories. A lot of them are taught, you know, they're layered. If you meditate on some of these things we're talking about, there's a lot of layers here. Okay, things that you can use, I hope, for the rest of your life. And, um, and so uh, uh, I'm going to show you how to word. Do you guys, how many of you are familiar or have done a word of knowledge or spoken into somebody's life, a word of prophetic word? Okay, how many are not familiar or have never done that? I'm not going to make you do anything. I just want to know kind of if I should demonstrate this or not. How many of you have never, it's only a couple? Does anybody want that demonstration or no? No? You guys, I'm following. <laughs> this is your game. So, okay. Word of knowledge. My brother over here is the best dressed in the room. Yeah. Come on up here. I'm going to show you how word of knowledge works. I don't know what I'm going to tell him right now. <laughs> but you look good, man. <laughs> so, <laughs> what's your name? Whoa. What's your name? Kirk? All right. Doesn't he look good? He looks good. And so I sit in there. Something in me 
pulled me to him as far as there's something different. There's a, there's a hunger. Am I right? You tell me if I'm right. There's a hunger. There's a sincerity that I want this. I want, I want, there's more to life. Okay. So here's how word knowledge works. I don't know what I'm going to say to him right now, but I'm putting my foot forward. Lord, I feel the pull. So first of all, I'm going to say, all right, what is it? I'm going to walk to Kirk right now, and I'm going to speak into his life, what God gives me. I don't know what I'm going to say. Now, just like you, you'd be terrified. You mean you're going to pull him up on stage and don't want to say, what if it's crazy and you're totally miss it and wrong and prophesy over him? I could, couldn't I? But I'm going to show you how to practice. You guys need to do this. We're going to get you baptized in the Holy Spirit in a little bit. How many of you have been baptized in the Holy Spirit? You too? Awesome. That's familiarity there. Um, uh, okay. Those of you who haven't, we need to get you filled, the power source, so you go, go out in the real life and you don't get your lunch eaten. Okay? So, so here we go. I don't know what I'm going to say, but here's what I'm going to do first. You're good with this. Thank you, Jesus. So I'm just going to ask Holy Spirit. I'm going to start up my engines. I see when you made a decision. Thank you, Lord. I see when Kirk made a decision. I'm just going to speak to you right now. Made a decision in your life, and you, and you, you really were at a crossroad, and, 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 and I can see you, like you're outside, or you were, you, you were just, whatever you had run into, you were, your life was before you, and you said, okay, this is the path I'm going. I believe. You, you, you changed gears. Some, how many years ago was that? Three, four years ago. You changed gears, and you were, God, I'm going to, I'm not going to go the way that, it se- that life just seems to be pulling me. I'm going a different direction. I believe that you're down there. I believe there's life. And you went for it. And so God is saying, you're on the right path. Job well done. He sees you and, uh, and your hunger. And he says, don't rely on yourself. You don't have to do everything on your own. You can relax. He sees your heart. You just keep obeying. You just relax and rest. God has heard your choices and your decisions. He's heard your desires. He's given them to you. You can rest and know that your path is being laid out before you. You don't have to make it happen. You do not have to make it happen. That's all I got. So bless you. Was it worth it or... Awesome. <laughs> Three years ago, he became my brother. Got saved. Love it. So that's awesome, man. Congratulations. So, all right. So that's all I got for you. That's how it works. I've had it where I get one word for somebody. And uh, that's you just tell them the one word. Don't make up a whole bunch of others. You know, I wanted to go into some other things. Like, no, that's it. I'm done. So... Uh, here's what we're going to do. My sister, I want to tell you this real quick. I was, um, I watched, I was 10, 10 years old, watched a TV show. I didn't know what I was watching. I went to watch like uh, some kid's show and this guy was on there and he was talking about devils and goblins and all this dark, weird stuff I'd never heard of. He starts laughing and he looks into the TV and his eyes change colors. And I was like, what is this? You know, my brother comes down, Clint, what are you watching this garbage for? 
And he, he turns the channel, and I went right outside, up around the house. I was like, I got to see that. And it's like it pulled, very alluring, okay, very pulled me into it. And I uh, went back downstairs, turned it on. I was like, what? I've never heard any of these things. I was a kid. I didn't know then. I just, my parents hadn't told me yet. Listen, if you run into something and you're feeling something's wrong, something's off, you can say no and resist that. Resist the devil and he will flee. Well, I didn't know. I was just like, if I'm in this environment and it's like, whoa, something's wrong. As 10, I was just like, I didn't know I could even resist. And I was like, oh, I don't like this. I don't feel good. And suddenly I feel sick and I'm feeling flu-like. And I just let it happen. I was a kid. And the spirit of fear came through watching that show. Now, that guy knew what he was doing. Later, I found out why, um, more about it. But I was like, God, I didn't want a demon. Why, how'd I get one? Thing tried killing me. I couldn't swallow, couldn't eat. My mom finally realized, he's got a demon. Grabs me, name of Jesus, out. And it, I could feel where it stopped the flu, food when I'd swallow. And, uh, and I was like, ah, it hurt. Like it was holding my throat as it was leaving. And boom, broke. Everything broke instantly. I was like, oh. I was like, Mom, it's gone. And it felt so good to feel normal. Like, it's gone. The fear's gone. And I grabbed a piece of bread, ate it. I'm like, I can eat again. You know, it went on for like 10 days, about a week and a half. And um, I, I mean, I was starving. And um, later, and, and so that was my intro to like, Jesus, you really are the Christ. That thing yielded fast to you. Like, my mom just cast that out. That was amazing. And I was sold at 10 years old. Like, Jesus, I know there's more to you. I may not know a lot, but I know you're it. You're the man. <laughs> I like Jesus. <laughs> Jesus is good. You know, he, made, he got that thing out of here. He protected me. And my mom said, oh, son, you know, we don't. And then I told her what happened. And she says, if any time you feel something off, a resistance, uh, something kind of, say, a, that dark presence in the room at night, you can resist it. No. And it will leave. Or, before you do that, if that presence comes in the room, just ask the Lord. Lord, is there anything that I need to be aware of which invited this in? It could be unforgiveness. It could be something you were meditating on. It could be, heck, I've had it to where I started meditating, thinking about something along. I was studying. I was like, God, what about this? And I was doing some, all of a sudden, I felt the room almost darken. The dog started barking in the corner. I'm like, just from my thought where they went about how um, uh, there was a TV show, this woman, she talks to the dead, okay, and talks to the people of the past. And, and so I was studying that a little bit, and how does this work? And, and looking into things, and when I started doing a little bit more study, it was, without getting into all the details, something shifted. Something in my heart had shifted. And then it, that invite came. I was like, oh my gosh. Your thoughts can, it's like throwing out rotten meat for the flies to get. Okay? Things you look at, things you meditate on. And the more you walk with God, the more you realize my thought life really matters. I mean, it really matters. And um, so, 1035. Um, I'll make this, we're going to wrap up. So, uh, um, anyways, uh, my sister was watching this show. We were talking for a couple weeks, and she says, uh, can a, can a Christian have a demon? I said, oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, how? If we're sealed with the Holy Spirit, I said, your soul and your body are not yet redeemed. Your spirit's been sealed. Demon can't go in your spirit, man. But your soul and your, and your mind 
have not been yet redeemed, and we're waiting for that. And so, yes, absolutely. I've seen pastors all of a sudden sit there, and this one guy, and we're like, what are you doing? And he goes, my name's not Edgar, I'm Kung Fu. Kung Fu? Dave goes, where'd you come from? And he says, from the halls of Iliff, his seminary school. He started doing some goofy meditation, trying to get some skill for whatever, and he went about it the wrong way, and it opened up to some helper spirit, whatever, and suddenly we're talking about the Holy Spirit, and Kung Fu comes out, and we're like, chop that thing, send it out, and he hits the deck, opens his eyes, and he's like, what's going on, guys? He's back to himself, and we're like, you just had a demon (laughs) manifest. He didn't know it. He goes, huh, I'd been hanging out around, you know, and he had invited in years ago. And my sister was watching this TV show, and uh, the Holy Spirit is some haunted whatever garbage. And the reason I'm telling you is because so much filth and people are getting, oh, it's just entertainment. It's just fun. You know, oh, you get scared. It's a great adrenaline rush. It's deadly. Ignorance is not bliss. Ignorance could kill you. And it... um. And she, she, she starts watching, and she goes, Clint, and two, okay, we had this conversation two weeks prior. Two weeks later, she watches the show, and the Holy Spirit's telling her, don't watch it, the, that unction inside. The Holy Spirit doesn't just, hey, do this, don't do that. It's an unction. It's a pull. Like Kirk over here, I just said, hey, I just feel drawn. Something in my visceral gut just got something for him, okay? God just wants to love on him a little bit. Or, you know what I'm saying? That unction. And First John 2, verse 20. The Holy Spirit, his voice is an unction. Some people call it premonition. Some people call it uh, a gut feeling. You know what I mean? So you follow that. You don't make it up. It's just that pull. There's a deep, visceral core pull. So anyway, um, Holy Spirit's like, don't watch it. Don't watch it. And she's like, oh, and she, she argued with the Holy Spirit. She goes, I'm fine. I can handle this. She watches the show. And, um, and, uh, and, and the next, she goes to sleep that night. Next morning, gets up, takes a shower, and she's in, in the shower. You know, all of a sudden, she started having these thoughts. Don't look in the mirror. If you look in the mirror, you're going to see a different image. Oh, don't close your eyes. And she goes, it was bizarre. She called me up, and she, she's like, I had all these fear. And I, I felt the room almost close in, and the fear. My mind just started going and going and going and going and going. I couldn't stop my mind. It wouldn't shut up. I was like, oh, my gosh, this isn't me. And she, like, she's having her own conversation. as Her mind's going crazy. She says, this ain't me. This is a spirit. In the name of Jesus, get out of here. And it wouldn't stop. Get out! Didn't stop. And she goes, she goes, I remembered our conversation. And she goes, I think it's in me. She goes, get out of me now! And it was like, whoom. Chill went down her spine. And she goes, I just felt, ugh. It shut down immediately and left. She goes, oh, it was in me. <laughs> like, <"Ugh." laughs> Spirit of fear laid hold on the inside. She had yielded to it. Not intentionally, but she had. And she goes, Clint, as soon as I said, get out of me, I'm like, oh, my gosh, it was in me. The Holy Spirit spoke to me so loud and clear, and he says, I tried to tell you. (laughs) He wasn't worried about it. He knew she'd be fine. But he's like, I tried warning you. You argued with me. Okay, go watch the show. (laughs) But you you see how simple it is to tell these things, scoot, it's over. Enough. Look how Jesus handled the devils. Out. Leave. You know, one translation, he just went, shh, done. So you don't have to be afraid. However, we're going to clean the little house today. Okay? Uh Uh-oh, that's scary. No, it's not. 
It's easy. It's no different than this healing. Easy. Easy, easy, easy. It's simple. A couple of things. I've been talking about this, and some of you may have had a little stir inside, like uncomfortable, a little stirry feeling. Okay, if you've had that, we're going to clean that. We're going to clean house a little bit. Don't feel bad. It happens accidentally. I got a demon tried killing me. Okay? Praise God for the deliverer, the coming prince. The, he set you free, and he's, he's made all availability. There's, you are not below the enemy. Even when Satan was at his highest position before he fell, guess what? He was still below mankind. Angels were here to serve the sons of grace. Do you realize who you are? You are an heir, a son, daughter of God, made in his image. You are not. You never were. The angels were always below. Just, just kind of an authority position. Position. Thank God for angels. We got lots of them here. Helping out, hanging out. But do you see what I'm saying? You are never inferior to the enemy. So, in the name of Jesus, every devil in here, stand up. Now, if you had a little thing like arise in you, we're going to get you set free. If you don't want to get set free, that's your choice. Does anybody have that? Just stand to your feet and be like, all right, I'm ready to be done with this thing. It could be fear. Okay, just stand right there. This is easy. Watch how simple this is, guys. You ready? How am I going to? Lord, this is so simple. And all you brothers and sisters, you thank God that he is who he is. None of you are above this. So here we go. Now, pay attention inside. When I speak this, those of you who want this freedom, agree. Okay? And you say, yes, out. In the name of Jesus, every one of you little dirty critters, you little imps, out. I don't know if you felt that, but I did. Now, those of you who that shifting, that uneasiness left, have a seat. Those of you who the shifting, the uneasiness did not leave, stay there. So here's what we're going to do, all right? When the uneasiness and the shifting stops, you can sit down, okay? Now remember, just like me when I was that boy, if it ever tries to come back or it ever shows up, you can put a stake in the ground and say, no, no, out, and the Lord will show you. Okay, ready? Out. 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 All right, so did it leave? Okay, now those of you who didn't leave, now we're going to get dangerous. This is simple. This is real quick. Quick hands on. So these little guys, thank you, Jesus. It's so simple. (coughs) Thank you, Jesus. This is good. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. So, when that leaves, how you feeling? Same? Okay, no problem. Come here a second. We're going to take care of it. You guys, not one of you are above this. You realize that? Not one of you. So, thank you, Jesus, for you. In the name of Jesus. 
Man, devil, you've lied to my sister. This is not your home. <coughs> Out. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. In the name of Jesus, Lord, we just get, bring peace to my sister to fill that void. here he's been lying a little bit in there so how is it feeling okay so just say Jesus set me free that out thank you Lord Jesus I thank you for healing and purging I thank you for setting my sister free and the love you wrapped her with in your heart just say enough Lord this is not your house thank you Jesus and here's the cool thing you can have a seat because watch what will happen when we make a command like this if you believe it spirits have no choice but to obey. If you don't believe it, they know. It is done. It is done. Okay, have a seat. And then, I'll talk to you. Grab me afterwards. But it is done. So here's what's cool. I'll tell you a funny story. So Dave, this old guy I ran around with, he did this for somebody, and, and she came up and got prayed for, and she says, she hasn't slept in weeks. I w- Never. Now this woman was the devil's manifesting, acting up, being goofy, just having a little glory fit. He left her alone, sent her home. Go home. She was still manifesting. She said, go home. I told it to leave. It will leave. It is done. It has no choice. Right? All of a sudden, about 2 a.m., her husband calls, Dave, Dave. She says, what's going on, man? Wakes him up. My wife's asleep. He goes, yeah, I was asleep too. <laughs> oh, you don't understand. She's not slept. All of a sudden, it finally, done. It's the same here. Okay, so I'm going to close. Um, worship team, well, um, come on up real quick. You guys stand to your feet. We're going to pray a prayer. And every one of you are going to pray this and mean it. I don't need to know who you are. But if you've never received Jesus, we're going to receive him in our hearts right now. If you've never received the Spirit of God, you're going to receive him right now. Okay? If you've never spoken in tongues, easy. Remember, you're five right now. Just have fun. Simple. So Jesus, just we're going to pray this. Jesus, I believe you are the Christ. And I accept you into my heart as my Lord. I am righteous. I am not a sinner because you have made me righteous. And I thank you for your freedom. Holy Spirit, I invite you into my life. Jesus, baptize me with the Holy Spirit. Okay, guys, here's what we're going to do. We just receive the Holy Spirit by faith and invite him in our life. We're going to take three deep breaths. You guys can play something quiet. Three deep breaths, right? And on the third breath out, no English, 
tongues. Okay? Three deep breaths. Ready? Here we go. Breath number one. All right. See, we're taking a step of faith here. Breath number two. Now on this breath, no English, no Spanish, nor any other language you know. You wiggle your, just like I had to take step forward. Say, okay, I'm going to speak to my brother. I'm going to do this. We're going to do this. You're now going to just take a step forward, and out of your belly will flow rivers of living water. Okay? And ready? Here we go. Breath number three. Admit, your head is going, what? That sounds stupid. Tell your head to shut up. It doesn't come from here. It comes out of here. And you have to give it voice. And don't care how you sound. And it'll start out, a lot of people get locked jaw, and they're like, I sound silly. And it'll warm, you warm up, you warm up, and your locked jaw will stop. It's, this is a, it's an inner, it's a battery. You're charging the inside man. And you tell the Holy Spirit right now in your heart, Holy Spirit, I embrace you, and I will, I will, I will follow you, and I will do everything as we've, you've shown me to do, and who I am. I will live as you've designed me to live. Thank you, Jesus. Do I turn this over to anybody? You guys love you. I really do love you. I love your heart. Um, you guys bless me you have no idea keep your faith pure in the years ahead you will be so tested to get into politics and garbage that the world offers keep it pure I love working with you because it's pure keep it pure the uh God's already started a lot of a work this morning. Um, due to time, we're going to do things a little differently this morning. Um, we're going to, if you say, you know what, hey, I still, I, I, I want it prayed for. Um, we're going to go into a song. I'm going to officially, this is, we're going to do three things. I'm going to dismiss, we're going to go into a song and create a time for prayer. So you can decide which shoe fits you. If you're like, hey,